Are you ready to be inspired and empowered by the stories of a truly unstoppable woman? Then get ready for an exciting new episode of Unstoppable Women. I'm your host, Noelle Peterson, the Journey Navigator. Today, I'm going to chat with another remarkable and inspiring woman. In each episode, we feature a different guest who has overcome adversity and achieved amazing things in our career and in our personal life. Through authentic conversation, you'll learn about her struggles, journeys, and breakthrough moments that have helped her become the unstoppable woman she is today. Each guest brings a unique perspective and a powerful wisdom. You'll gain valuable insights into how to overcome challenges, break barriers, and thrive in your own life. You'll walk away feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to take action toward achieving your own goals. Welcome. Good morning. I love that intro. That's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Lots of fun trying to throw things together. So today we're joined by Lisa Wilbur, author of the Said the Lady with Blue Hair, co-author. So grateful to have her join us. Lisa, why don't you give us a little background and intro on who you are? Well, that's a complicated question right there, isn't it? <laughs> no, um, I, I guess what I, I'm known for is I, uh, I joined uh, Avon as a direct seller when I was 18, and I, I lived on Guam because I got married when I was 18, because evidently I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I mean that in a loving way, of course, but um, I sold uh, Avon for years, and then when I moved to the United States... Um, I had moved a couple places and worked some other jobs and stuff, but there was a point where I got laid off a secretary job, a really good job, and decided to do this full-time and have built a career doing this. So I think that's what I'm known for is uh, being the Avon lady. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot to that. Short, didn't I? I left a lot of stuff out on that one. <laughs> that's, that, that's the short version. We'll, we'll record that and save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you've worked with Jeff West on authoring the your book. So you want to tell us what the book's about? Yeah, so that's not going to work, is it? Oh, here we go. Okay, uh, and matter of fact, now I have a copy of the book right here. Nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. the The dog is unpredictable. Uh, um, and because I'm in direct sales. Um, and work for myself. And I have, I've made a career out of doing this for, I think since 1987, I've been a full-time direct seller, earning my income and raising my son by myself and everything, uh, living my whole life just on my direct sales income. Uh, and I've done pretty well with it. And because of that, I get some opportunities like this. But what happened was I was in, um, we were in a, a kind of like a, a funk because of the uh, the shutdowns and stuff about two years ago. And I decided I wanted to up my game a little bit and join a networking group that where all the people were doing better than me. That's basically what I wanted to do. And I was talking to Bob Berg, the uh, co-author of the Go-Giver book, which I've known for him for about 25 years. Wow. And I was talking to him on the phone about something else. And he was telling me about his new mentoring group called the Go-Giver Success Alliance. And I thought, that's exactly what I'm looking for. 
Um, although I knew it was going to be intimidating because there's doctors and lawyers and architects and, and it, it, I do well in my sector in direct sales, but it's still intimidating when you're dealing with other uh, professionals because they don't always think of me as a professional. And I realize that's my own problem <laughs> right in my own head. But anyway, it just so happened at the same time that that all was going on where I joined that new mentoring group, um, I had my hair dyed blue. And it was a one-time thing. I only had my hair blue for like five weeks, one time, two years ago. and But it just happened to coincide with the first time I went on the go-giver call. <laughs> right, right. And I just did it like, um, I, I don't want to say a whim, but the kid, my kid has had every cut and color, including half-shaved head, mohawk, every color. And all that time I kept thinking, you know what, just once, just once I want to do something, <laughs> blue. you know, and my favorite color is blue. So that particular five-week stretch, I, I went blue. But then I get on the networking call. I already was intimidated because I knew they all were better at their business than I, you know, they no, all, I do. it was a perception, but and anyway, um, right. <laughs> and so I get on the call and I realized I had blue hair and I'm thinking, I, I got to say something, you know, maybe I'll just make a joke about the hair. So I raised my hand in the Zoom. And what I ended up saying was, uh, if you want to have less judgment in your life, go ahead and dye your hair blue because this is working for me. You know, I go down the grocery store and I see some lady in a tight skirt and I'm thinking, man, that lady's got a tight skirt, said the lady with the blue hair. <laughs> and it was funny because that actually happened to me. <laughs> you know, I'm at, this, at the store thinking all these judgments about other people and then realizing they're thinking that about me. So it was true and it was, you know, something I could say that would be like an icebreaker thing. But anyway, in the comment section that day um, was another member of the Go-Giver Success Alliance. I'm not sure if it was his first meeting, but it was probably one of his first. He also had been friends with Bob Berg for 20 years or so. Uh, we just had never crossed paths and that was Jeff West. And I didn't know him. He didn't know me at that point. And he put a comment in the um, chat box that said that would make a great title for a book when I said, said the lady with the blue hair. And then it was like a year later, we actually did it when we knew each other better. Uh, and he came to me and he said, you know, we have joking about that all this time, but let's just go ahead and do it. And um, it, it's been literally life changing, but the fact, I think the, the story is so, um, precious to me because it was like lightning hit and we went with it. You know, I, we didn't sit there and talk about it endlessly. We didn't joke about how great it would be, but never do anything about it. We actually did it. And that's been, um, I'm so glad that I said, yes, I'm so glad I made a joke. I'm so glad I had blue hair. It was just a whole bunch of stuff that lined up that worked out. And, well, and the it, power of action. Yeah. And it's made me say yes to more stuff. And There's, I know some of these things aren't going to work out. I know that. I, I actually didn't know this was going to work out. But the fact that it did gave me more confidence to try other stuff. Right. And, you know, the 
times that you say yes, give you the opportunity to evaluate and try stuff. Maybe this will work. Maybe this will be awesome. And even if it doesn't blow up and be spectacular, you're learning from it. Well, you know, it's funny. My, my last ex-husband, don't, don't judge me. <laughs> he actually gave me a piece of advice that was very helpful. And he said, for every three things you do, one's going to turn out just about what you expected. One's going to turn out way better than you expected. And one's going to turn out way worse than you expected. And that's actually been true. So now when I try something, I don't expect it to work out necessarily. I expect it to be one of those three things. It's either going to work out like I hope, be way better or way worse. And once I know which it is, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. So I'm actually was happy for that advice. And if you don't try, nothing can be better than you expect because you're just sitting at home, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and think of how many people, since we did the book together, I can't even tell you how many people tell me that they have a book idea or they're writing a book or want to write a book. And yet they keep telling me that for a long, long time. And it's, yeah, you actually have to just get after it. Even if your first book isn't that good, don't just make it your first book. That's the thing. Keep have a going. second book is better. Yeah. Yeah, or do a revision later or something. And we're all learning. What we did at 20 years old isn't as good as we're doing things now. It's different. We're learning and growing. So you've had many different experiences and you're working in different industries. What is mentorship and what is it like for you to receive guidance and mentoring and also giving it for others? Well, to, to me, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the... Um, where everyone has a name that you necessarily call yourself a mentor and there's mentees or the other way around. To me, it's more like um, trying to live an example, trying to be an example good enough that someone could learn from you. Because I realize uh, what ends up happening in my case, I think, is that people watch me and learn from me that I don't, I'm not aware of. Uh, sometimes they tell me later or say something to me, but lots of times they don't. So I, I think I have to be aware of that or, you know what I mean? I mean, cause I want to set a good example. I don't want to be doing business things that aren't, you know, that aren't right. Right. I mean, in, in our lives as, as women in general, uh, we have kids and friends and friends of friends and kids of friends and everybody's, they're watching whether we want them to or not. So we do have that influence in both directions. I think it's valuable to be seeking that as you did with the Bob Bird group um, and have that input so that, you, and you talked about wanting to be with those that were further along than you. And it's important, I think, for us to realize that there is a path further along the road and we can grow to get there. And to be around those kind of people are very encouraging and very uplifting and to help us reach those goals. You know, what's funny is um, I think that I, I joined the group with that intent, but I, I read the Go-Giver book many years before that. And so I knew that when you join a group like that, I had to change my focus from what I was going to get out of it 
how I was going to grow. I just assumed that all would happen, that I would get mentored and, and grow. And I had to change my focus on what value I was bringing to the group because that's, I, I, I want to say the go-giver lifestyle. My kid thinks it's a cult. <laughs> right. But if this is a cult, it's an awesome cult. So, <laughs> but, um, and I think that's a daily battle that I have to fight is what value am I bringing to whatever I'm doing, whether that's my business or the networking group. We just got off the go-givers call, the, the weekly Zoom call, and I have to keep evaluating, did I bring some value to that, to somebody or a bunch of them today? What was the value that I brought? And that's all I need to focus on. And what I get ends up taking care of itself. You know what I mean? Because that, that group, I've tried to bring the best value that I can. But the reality is I've probably, out of everyone in that group, I've probably got the most benefit because of the book project. And I, I didn't know Jeff West. And to be able to be personally mentored by somebody, I mean, he ran the state of Texas for Aflac for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a sales legend. And I get to interact with him almost whenever I want. So... Uh, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> right, he he does a lot of coaching. <laughs> There's but value in that, and under, yeah, understanding yeah. that what you said is you're you're not getting what you thought you'd get out of it. You have to reevaluate. But what we bring to the table and what we expect when we walk into a situation, it adjusts. Life changes. We we walk through life in different paths, and things adjust around us. And that's where growth happens is when we can adjust and learn from it and be the person that that situation needs us to be. Well, you know what? It floods over to other parts of my life because now he and I, uh, Jeff West and I, when we recorded the audio book, <laughs> I had a big meltdown. It was out of my comfort zone. Oh my Lord, that poor man had to go put up with, <gasps> I was even crying and everything. It was horrible. I had a meltdown over it. And we worked through that. Believe it or not, he, he put up with my shenanigans and we worked through that, my whole meltdown. And last Sunday, I actually, uh, I, I now produced a play for the community theater in my, my town. I'm working on the second one right now. And the first one, that whole time, I refused to read a part because it was just so beyond me. And I actually volunteered and read a part. Of, I, need, I filled in for somebody on Sunday. And that is a direct result of having worked with Jeff on the audiobook because I just wouldn't have done it before. Last season when I did the pr production of the play, I didn't even sit in the room when they were reading because I was afraid they would they would call on me to fill in and I just wouldn't I wouldn't do it. And I actually volunteered and filled in Sunday. So to me it's it's been <laughs> you know what I mean? I I don't know uh I'm I'm able to do more things, I have more confidence. Uh, it's just been a a, a big package of awesome it is. I mean, it's growth from where, I mean, if you look back, even, you know, you said you started that journey in with uh, Bob Berg two years ago, but if you go back three years, five years, I assume you didn't expect your life to be what it is today. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I did. There was a point, um, I think it was like 2018 or something that I had some shift anyway, that I, I just decided that if I stayed doing what I was going to do, what I was doing then, I was just going to um, 
I don't know, die unhealthy and, and, and upset and mad or something. I don't, I don't know. I just wasn't in a good spot and I started changing a lot of stuff. So this was just one of the things. And it was actually a little bit far in. I'd already been a couple of years of changing things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think I've had to do that two or three times in my life though, reinvent myself. And, um, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to stick with. But I think that now I'm so glad that I started doing that. And people that knew me back before that, it actually is not that many, you know what I mean? It, people think that this is how I was my whole life and it's not. And it's, it's just, it's, it's kind of neat that way. I've get, I get to live a second, a second awesomeness or a third awesomeness here. <laughs> It, it is, and it's you. You become the person ready to be, take that journey. You made changes so that when Jeff appeared in your life, you were ready to take that step with that. Well, you know what's funny is I was talking to him uh, when I first found out that Bob Berg knew him twenty five years, twenty something years, and knew me twenty five years. I thought, what a missed opportunity. If we had somehow met each other at a Bob Berg event before now, we probably would have done other projects together. And then I realized that probably wouldn't have happened. And it might have not, it might have messed this up <laughs> because I don't think, I, I can't speak for him, but I'm not sure I was ready to be a good partner if I had run into him sooner. I didn't have the skill set that I have now. I wouldn't have been able to promote the book. I didn't have the stories that I had to share with him. So we probably did meet at the right time. But it's funny, it took me a while to, to get there. When I first heard that information, I thought, wow, that's too bad we didn't meet sooner. But I don't think that now. Now I think it was the right time. It is. I mean, there's no consequence. I mean, not consequences, coincidences. It. We are prepared. Everything in we, everything that we've done in life has brought us to where we are to be the person to take those next steps. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know why at first I, when I first heard it, I went dang, right? <laughs> but, but right. And he was probably different too. He probably right. wasn't ready to do, cause he did a book on his own. That's very successful and didn't decide to do co-authoring until after I knew him for quite a while. So he probably wouldn't have even thought to do that either. So what does it mean to be a woman that an unstoppable woman? So you, you've grown into who you are and very independent and building your own business and going forward. What would you say to our listeners uh, and encouraging them to be unstoppable women? Um, I think my whole thing and uh, matter of fact, is kind of like a theme in the book and all that the said the lady with the blue hair book is I like to think I'm encouraging um, people, not just women, but people to be um, self-sufficient as far as things are going to happen in life. And the older that I've gotten, the more often I see uh, women in particular um, outlive their spouse or something happens with their spouse and they're not in a position to pick up the ball and carry it on their own. So they can't financially uh, pay all their bills. They they're emotionally unprepared to be on their own. And I think we all should just realize that <laughs> the odds are in the favor of having to do that at some point. So you, 
at some point, all of us are going to have to tote our own load, the whole load, the financial load, the emotional load, all of it. So to prepare yourself. And then if it never happens, that's awesome. But, and being alone isn't bad. You know what I mean? I was single for many years now and it's not that bad. It's actually pretty awesome because, <laughs> because it's like, it's like a dictatorship over here. You know, there isn't any voting when I want to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't have to take a poll. I just go, oh, let's go there, <laughs> but it's not as bad. Some people just can't be alone and it's, it's too bad because alone is awesome too. You know what I mean? Couples are awesome, but alone is awesome too. Right. It is. And we all need to know who we are as individuals. Things happen. Things change. You're, you're working even on um, your child moving off to, to college or whatever's next for him. And it's a change. And all of us have those changes in life over time. Our kids transition through stages and we adjust and we grow and we learn and we have to be prepared to handle us in that situation. So even without a change in finances, those emotions that you talked about as well are, have to be, be ready to adjust and ready to move on because that everything's going to change and grow. Well, I know you've met people too. And I have where um, somebody is so afraid of being alone. Then they're with people that they, they don't get treated right, or they're not at their, they have the, the woman has some standards, but she's not enforcing them because she's so afraid of being alone that she's just accepting anybody in her life. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't doing that because you know what I mean? You, you should be so comfortable with yourself that you can be on your own and anybody else's is, is um, an extra special, awesome thing. It's not what you need to survive. It's just an extra special awesome thing. That way you can treat them and they can treat you like the extra special awesome thing that you both are rather than desperately seeking somebody so you're not alone. Right. So it takes a while to get there. It does. It does some soul searching and some reflection. And I think that's where some of us get to in different stages. And when we make those changes, um, just have to be open to what is out there for us. Um, will you close us out and tell us you know, what you want our, our listeners to, to learn and go from and uh, what action you want them to see take this week? Oh, yeah. Um, well, th this has to do with uh, being independent on your own, I think. If you don't already know what it costs to pay your own way in the world for one month, please do that. Please sit down and find out what your electric bill is, find out what your mortgage payment is, find out what all the expenses is, are in your house, and then look at what your income is and see how close you are to being able to pay it. Because in my mind, that should be a main goal for everybody is that you're working towards being able to pay all of it yourself. Because at any moment, lightning could strike in your life and you'll have to. And it could just be disability. It could be a death in the family. So anything, anything could happen. And to be prepared is to know. So you have to know what you have to cover. So that's what I hope for everybody is that uh, you go and figure out what it would take for you to cover everything, for you to be the one and uh, work towards that. And of course, getting a copy of our book would be awesome. <laughs> so where can they find you? Where can they get the book? Um, if they go to said the lady with the blue hair .com, 
Uh, you can find links to Amazon. It's on there. There's Audible. There's Kindle. There's the hard, uh, the soft cover. The hard cover's coming. And also there's links on saidtheladywiththebluehair.com for all the endorsements and links to all of our interviews, which I'm going to put this one on there too. As well. Thanks for joining us today, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today and a huge thank you to our guest for sharing her wisdom, experience, and insight. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor to have her on the show. The incredible stories and achievements of the women we feature on this podcast are not just inspiring. They're a call to action. They remind us that we are capable of achieving anything we set our minds to. I encourage you to take that first step toward realizing your dreams and living your best life. Don't wait for permission. Believe in yourself. And if you're looking for support and guidance on your journey, I invite you to join me. Text WOMEN to 55444 to learn more about how I, your journey navigator, can help you unlock your full potential. Remember, you are unstoppable. Let's make make big things happen together.